It's time now for the complete story with Rich and Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Rich and Dick Bott with today's complete story. Rich, can you believe it? Uh, 2017, you know, that's already history. Isn't it amazing how fast time goes? Happy New Year, Dad. <laughs> Happy New Year to you. Did you have a good Christmas? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, with with family and friends and uh, celebrating the birth of Jesus. Isn't that the truth? And and we like to tell our radio listeners that Bot Radio Network celebrates the Christmas story 365 days of year because that's when Christ came to live with us and be with us. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. To end the old year and even think about the new year. The same thing is always true. Prayer. Prayer. How important is prayer, Rich? Well, that's the way we talk to God. We commune with God through prayer. Yeah. And then we hear from him through his word. And, you know, one of the people over the years that I admired so much was Doris Akers. She went home to be with the Lord. Now, my word, how many years ago? But when she recorded, it was just wonderful. And here's a song. I think she wrote it as well as recording it. Prayer is the answer. A little more faith And a little less fear Much more trust For he's always near Satan would blind us So that we can't see do, isn't it? Yes, that's right. You see, she was telling us what is the answer and what is the key, but that is providing the people pay attention. Mm -hmm. 
and people really do what the words to that song are talking about. I think it, you, you it, met Doris Akers one time, did, didn't you? Oh, I did. Oh, I did. Tell I us just, about that. It was in Los Angeles probably about 1950, 1953 or 54. That's a long time ago. And I remember a friend of mine, when I was in L.A. making calls um, on businesses and that sort of thing in the evening, he said, listen, I want to take you to a church that you're going to just love. And it was the Spy and the Sky Pilots Tabernacle. And Doris Akers was uh, was the choir director. Out in Los Angeles. Uh, oh, man alive. And, I and should she, say so. And she was born and grew up in Brookfield, Missouri, this little town in northern Missouri. That's right. Tell you what, Rich, she was a little black girl yeah. in Brookfield, Missouri. Now, do you know what? When she was born, that probably is a 95, 100 years ago. Can you imagine what that area yeah. of Missouri was like at that time? And but somebody one- invited her to go to Sunday school. And I'll tell you, I don't care about anything else. When you hear the Word of God, and He claims your life because you give it to Him, well, only He knows what He can do with it. But her music has and, always and she been so wrote, important. She wrote music. And rem- remember, she's very well known for having written the song that everybody's familiar with, There's a Sweet, Sweet Spirit well, she, in This Place. exactly right. Do you know, when we put our FM station on the air in Kansas City, that is the very first yeah. sound. We used that to dedicate the station. It, that's right. That was the sound we used to dedicate that radio station. By the way, as you can probably tell, my voice is not restored, is it? <laughs> no, you sound a little squeaky. Actually, I think I'm a little older than I was a week ago. So we're going to have to get that looked into. Yeah, but next, listen now. And, and wow, in 18, you'll be a whole other year older. <laughs> now listen, here's another song by Doris Akers, and it's kind of fun song. Get on board, get on board, get on board, little children. Here it is. Get on board. Get on board. There's room for many a more. The gospel trains are coming, coming around the curve. I hear the whistle blowing and straining every nerve. Oh, get on board. Children, get on board. Little children, get on board. Little children, there's room for many a more. Oh, get on board. Little children, get on board. Little children, get on board. Little children, there's room for many a more. I've got my traveling ticket. I've got it in my hand And I'm gonna board that gospel train Up to the promised land Get on board Little children, get on board Little children, get on board Little children, there's room for many more
Now, Rich, what we're doing here is just kind of reflecting a little bit on the past year and then, of course, looking forward to the new year. Yes. I'm going to ask our producer if he will locate uh, that, uh, that recording of Paul Harvey where Paul Harvey says, if I were the devil, oh, that's this a good is one. what I would do, you see. Oh, yeah, that is really good. Because there's a battle, Dad, between good and evil. Haven't we seen that yeah. all this past year? Uh-huh. The battle between good and evil. Right. Now, if people just think about that while they're listening to what Paul Harvey said that he would do if he were the devil and see if those words ring uh, true today. Exactly right. Well, if Mr. Producer has that ready for us, well, we'll hear it now. Here it is. If I were the devil, if I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the. So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve, do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our father, Jart in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing, I'd have judges promoting pornography, Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. Yeah. 
Wow, that could have been recorded yesterday, Dad, but that was many, many years ago. He's almost like a prophet. That's exactly what's been happening. You know what, Rich? He wasn't a prophet. What he was saying is common sense. He knew the direction that things were headed. Mm -hmm. And he said, if I were the devil, this is exactly what I would do. Mm -hmm. And now we can sit here at the end of 2017 and the beginning of 2018 and we can look at the news and we can see my word, my word, that's exactly what's happening. Now, what does that say to the churches? Yeah. What does that say to the Christians? What does that say to the people who are raising children, who are who are absolutely trying to hold their marriage together yeah. and have a successful marriage? And believe me, that is as possible today as it ever was. Exactly. But because you can understand the importance of it. Because there's hope in Jesus. And that's what we've been praying for. And the Lord can send a Great Awakening-style revival, as he's done in generations previous. We're due for one. We need to be praying for one. And part of that is the bold proclamation of the Word of God. And that's what Bot Radio Network is committed to in this generation, is to proclaiming the Word of God with some of the best Bible teachers. And so uh, we, we hope that you'll be supporting those Bible teachers, especially this very, very important. We And we also pray that you'll be telling your friends and loved ones to tune in to Bot Radio Network so they'll also be able to hear the Word of God and get it planted deeply into their hearts. By the way, what is our listener comment line where they can just call that number and let us know what they think? Let me tell you, Rich, as you know, when the people speak, we listen. And that really is an important part of how we plan what we do about Radio Network. Oh, and we especially like to hear stories of testimonies about how God has used the programming in your life. 1-800-345-2621. That's 1-800-345-2621. That's our listener comment line, and we'd love to hear from you. I tell you what, here's a song by the Gaithers. Now, Bill Gaither is getting along in years a little bit also, yes, isn't he? Is. he? But here's a song by Gaithers, and he really speaks to the moment Let's just praise the Lord. Here it is. Let's just praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Sing along with us. Let's just lift our hands for Father, we do want to praise you. 
because you are worthy to be praised. You've been so good to us, and we want to say thank you. And sometimes it seems like thank you just isn't enough. We want to say it in a special way. So we thank you for music because it gives us the way to sing our praise in a way that we can't do it otherwise. We thank you for this night and for this special occasion. We pray that you'll be in everything we say and do in a very special way. And when all is said and done, we'll be careful to give you the praise because we pray it in the name of Jesus and all the people said. And what do we say but That's amen. That's a great prayer. Amen. Amen. Now, Dad, these songs um, in your personal collection, your private collection, they go back a long, long ways, don't they? Uh, most people, a lot of our listeners have never heard some of these before. Well, some haven't, but I imagine a lot of the people have. Not recently, but it's good music, isn't it? It really, the words, the lyrics, and the musical accompaniment, they really make the message plain and clear, don't they? They express the joy of the Lord. Yeah. You know, I wonder how many people have remembered attending a Gaither concert sometime in the past. Uh, I want to read something by John Jay. I think John Jay, J-A-Y, wasn't he uh, one of the founders the first, of America? Yeah, one of the founders, one of the, and I think the first chief justice of the Supreme Court. And wasn't he the founding educator as well? Now, these are his exact words. He said, no human society has ever been able to maintain both order and freedom, both cohesiveness and liberty, apart from the moral precepts of the Christian religion applied and accepted by all the classes. He goes on to say, Should our republic ever forget this fundamental precept of governance, Men are certain to shed their responsibilities for licentiousness, and this great experiment will then surely be doomed. Now, what he's talking about is the way America was put together and the documents and the founding and the ideas. Not perfect. Let's get that straight. Not perfect. But it had never been done ever in the history of mankind in the way that America was conceived, not perfect, but it did give the checks and balances when they operate properly so that people can achieve those things that are right and decent and freedom and faith and, uh, and, um, and liberty in the family. And all of those things, those are important, aren't they? Yes, and didn't one of our founding fathers say that our form of government is uh, only acceptable for a um, a moral and religious people? It's wholly inadequate for the governance of any other. Yeah. In other words, we need to be self-governing. We need to be uh, restrained by our own sense of morality and religion. And absent that, then we lose our freedoms. Now listen, hasn't it been nice— this past season, when people were really discussing and uh, and and realizing the obvious uh, common sense of calling Christmas by its name, Christmas, Merry Christmas, yeah. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and all of that, you see, another year has passed by. This this business of Happy Holidays and on and on and on, that wasn't done as pervasively. Uh, you know, this year, 
as it had been in years past. So thank God for the president and whoever else is bringing that back so the people uh, feel absolutely comfortable and obviously right in saying Merry Christmas and all of these things. Now, the reason we have anything rich, the reason we have anything in America that we cherish, whether it's family values, the importance of marriage and raising children and educating children and building a future and having jobs and putting forth labor for which we are paid and all of these principles of living is because of the freedom initially initially of the Christian faith and it's because Jesus lives it's because Jesus lives in the heart of the people and they contend therefrom to do what is right and uh, let's see now I think I forget who recorded this was this a Gaither song I think it is it's called because he lives I can face tomorrow here it is how sweet to hold our newborn baby and feel the pride and the joy that he gives but greater still the calm assurance we can face uncertain days Hobie. we can face uncertain days because he lives sing it with us and he
if we were in an audience when that was sung, wouldn't we be just enjoying it like the people who were there? That's a great song for the new year, Because He Lives, I Can Face the New Year. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. I tell you what, folks, uh, Bot Radio Network is dedicated. By the way, going into 2018, this will be our 56th year. Five, six. Man alive, that's a long time, but not really. It's a pretty short time in so many ways. I sure remember it as always yesterday. About 56 years now. Of continuously broadcasting the Word of God to our listeners. Broadcasting what, Izzy? Broadcasting what? You're right, the Word of God. And what is that other than the old-time religion? Listen to this. Give me that old-time religion. I'm talking about religion. The kind of religion that we used to have. Give me that old It was good for my mother. It will help you when you die. Hallelujah. Oh, give me that old time religion. Talking about religion. The kind of religion that we used to have. Give me that old time religion, Lord. fashion song. There's no doubt about that. Well, that's Doris Akers again, isn't it? That's exactly right. But you think about that now. That is the old-time religion that my grandmother talked about. Man, I'm 84 years old. I'll be 85 this year. I'm 84 years old, but that's the old-time religion my grandmother talked about up in northern Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And she was a single mom. Her husband died in a drowning accident when he was doing some logging. Uh, chopping down logs and putting them in the river way up in northern Minnesota. Now, that's the old-time religion she talked about. And that's the same old-time religion my mother and father talked about. 
And Rich, that's the old-time religion you were raised and it does the job, doesn't it? It does. And that was Doris Akers, and I believe, Dad, that was with the Statesman Quartet. Yeah. People will remember the Statesman well, Quartet. Well, there was, let's see now, which was the one that was so famous for so long? Oh, the Blackwoods? The Blackwood Brothers, of course. And then I remember the Statesman when they came along, man alive. What a nice blend. What a nice blend of music they had. But the lyrics and the words of the songs they sung were so important, and that's what it's all about. But listen now, we'll have to go off talking about this. Matter of fact, we may not have enough time. Give us that phone number again, Rich, for the listener comment line. The listener comment line is 1-800-345-2621. 1-800-345-2621. And Rich, and we're going to be talking about New Year's the next time we get on the air and uh, do another program, isn't it? Happy New Year, Dad. All right. This is Dick Bott with Rich and myself in the studio. Is this chapter the complete story? We'll see you later. <laughs> 